Greetings of the day to all the listeners. Thank you so much for joining in. Hope everything is well at your end and welcome to another episode of Simply Geeta. In today's episode we are going to explore the verses which have been mentioned in chapter 12 of the Bhagavad Gita. One person may engage in daily actions and remember Krishna with faith or one may even spend major portion of their time in temples in order to worship the supreme. There is no difference between the two. but krishna regards the former as more significant and preferable so with this let us start chapter 12 of the bhagavad gita arjun requests krishna to tell him that which person should be considered most perfectly situated in the knowledge of yoga the one who engages in the devotional service of krishna meaning the ones who worship his form or the ones who worships the impersonal and invisible form the latter person that is the one who worships krishna or the supreme through an invisible form such a person meditates on the unknown or on the supreme he is just aware of a higher power krishna tells that the ones who fix their minds on him and are engaged in his devotion such devotees who worship him with true faith are perfect for him those devotees who worship krishna through a form such devotees are very dear to him and then krishna tells arjun that those people who worship the unknown and the invisible which cannot be experienced through senses the omnipresent constant that which is fixed and non moving such people who worship these by controlling various senses and by being in a perfect state of equanimity such people engage in acts which benefit other people and ultimately they are able to reach him irrespective of the mode of worshiping krishna the devotees who do so with pure faith are surely able to reach him moving ahead krishna tells arjun that worshiping the unknown form is not so easy he tells that for the person whose mind is attached to the unknown and omnipresent nature of the supreme the path of such a devotee is very difficult and advancement in that path is full of challenges the reason behind this is that in order to worship the unknown one has to get rid of attachment to the body of the self as well for people who are attached to a visible form of krishna progress in the path of worshiping the unknown is always difficult here krishna is in a way also suggesting that the idea of attachment to a particular spiritual concept is equally unrealistic please note that the mentioned verse does not indicate that devotion through the invisible form is unacceptable krishna is merely highlighting the difficulty of that route the lord tells that those people who believe in him who engage in action with faith in him and surrender the results to him those who worship him without distractions who are engaged in service and who always meditate upon him fixing their mind on him such people are able to get rid of the miseries of the material world by the grace of the supreme krishna advises arjun to engage his mind as well as his intelligence in krishna and if arjun does so he shall always live in krishna without a doubt this verse indicates that if we engage our mind and intelligence in the performance of our duty while we are following the instructions of krishna then we shall surely obtain peace whatever be the domain if we insert our entire mind and intelligence in that task then we'll surely obtain success provided that we are following the instructions given by the supreme 
Engaging the mind in one place is not an easy task. It is the nature of the mind to keep flickering and do the opposite of what we want it to. Krishna tells Arjun that if he is not able to still the mind and engage it in Krishna, that is fix the mind on Krishna, then through practice, Arjun should develop a desire to attain him. Once again, Krishna makes it clear that practice is the only way of controlling the mind. Further, Krishna tells that if a person is not capable to engage in the practice of devotion, then for such a person, Krishna reveals another way. He tells that such a person should engage in action and perform all work for the Supreme, meaning that all the actions should be performed with faith in the Supreme and with the understanding that the person who is performing it that particular person is merely an instrument. So if we are doing any task, we need to have proper faith in Supreme and we need to believe that we are nothing more than instruments in the task that the Supreme wishes to get completed. Please note that this verse does not suggest that we should engage in the worship of Krishna whole day and every day. This verse means that whatever task we may engage ourselves in, we should perform it keeping in mind the instructions of Krishna. Because Krishna himself tells that the ones who follow his instructions are very dear to him. So following his instructions and carrying out prescribed duties is also a way of worshipping the Supreme. Krishna tells Arjun that if he is unable to engage in action and perform duty for Krishna, that is according to the instructions that he gives, then Arjun should engage in action and sacrifice the desire for the results or fruits of that action. By not being affected in profits or losses, a person should be tried to situate. By not being impacted much by favorable and unfavorables, by not being impacted much in unfavorable and favorable situations, a person should try to be situated in the self, that is, one should not be controlled by the external influences. The original principle of Stoicism was recommended by Krishna around 5000 years ago in the Bhagavad Gita. Krishna recommends so many alternatives to the people through this particular conversation. He tells that even if Arjun cannot apply the idea of acting without the desire for fruits, then he should try to gain knowledge. He tells that rather than practicing a principle in which one does not have firm belief, one should seek knowledge. However, he tells that meditation is considered better than knowledge and getting rid of the desire for results of action is even better than meditation. No person can attain a greater state of peace than the one who has been able to get rid of the attachment to the results. By meditation, Krishna means that whatever task we do, we do so in a state of meditativeness, meaning to say that we are fully immersed in that particular activity. God then tells that the one cut it. God then tells that the one who is not jealous, who is kind and friendly towards all, who is free, cut it. God then tells that the one who is not jealous, who is kind and friendly towards all, who is free from selfish thoughts and does not consider himself or herself as the owner of everything, that is the one who knows that he or she is merely a medium, one who is free from pride one who looks at joy and sorrow with an equal eye, one who forgives the wrongdoers, who can tolerate, who
who is satisfied who is in control of the mind senses and the body and has immovable faith in krishna such a devotee is very dear to him so in this particular verse krishna has listed all the qualities that are dear to him it goes without saying that the person who even tries to develop these qualities will become dear to god krishna further describes the qualities as well explaining to arjun he tells that the person who neither disturbs others that is who never puts others in difficulty nor is the person disturbed by others that is the progress or defeat of others does not shake the state of equanimity of that person one who maintains perfect equilibrium in both happiness and sorrow fear and worry such a devotee is close to krishna if we reflect carefully then we shall observe that all these mentioned qualities are similar to that of a yogi god then tells that the true yogi is free from desires and is not working for some result a question may arise in our minds that what is the meaning of work if we do not seek some result but the truth is when the work is performed only for the sake of doing it with utmost perfection without any motive then such work becomes very pure this verse does not suggest that we should not have a goal or an end result in mind we may have the end result in mind we should have a target and we should try to achieve it but the fact is that we should not be attached to that target we should do all that is possible for the sake of doing our work in the best manner but we shouldn't be attached to that particular target here the god wants to say that we should only focus on our task our duty and perform it with perfection krishna then tells that his devotee who is pure who is expert that is skilled who does not care about the external influences and who is free from all sorrows such a devotee is very dear to him moving ahead krishna tells that one who neither celebrates over victory nor grieves over loss is a true devotee here celebration is used for overwhelming emotions the true yogi is not overwhelmed either by success or by failure he tells that the yogi who does not desire or weep and who abandons the claim over both favorable as well as unfavorable actions such a devotee is close to krishna the last line becomes very significant he wants us to understand that attachment to any of them is unacceptable we shouldn't be too happy when we pursue favorable actions and not too sad if we indulge in an action which is unfavorable for us by maintaining a state of equilibrium we will stay aware of our wrong acts and they shall never exceed the limit acceptable by the lord the person who has the same attitude towards friends and enemies who maintains equanimity in respect and disrespect heat and cold joy and sorrow glory and infamy who is not trapped in wrong association who speaks less and is satisfied the one who is fixed in knowledge and engages in the devotional service such a person is very dear to krishna the true yogi is satisfied with both fine dining as well as minimum food a true yogi does not care about the mentioned circumstances he is only engaged in his duty without deviation the person who has immovable faiths is very dear to krishna here the lord means to say that he blesses those people who have faith not only in the supreme but more importantly towards their duties and responsibilities 
it tells that the ones who follow the path of devotional service such people are very dear to him where there is faith there is no room for suspicion this is true in every domain of life from profession to relationships thus when we engage in that work in which we have extreme faith we surely gain happiness so with this we have concluded the 12th chapter of the bhagavad gita where krishna sheds light on the different ways of engaging in devotional service to him while ensuring the fulfillment of duties we can choose the way that suits us the only thing that we have to ensure is that the devotion should be true hope this episode was interesting thank you so much for joining in stay tuned for the next episode and i would appreciate if you let me know the views on the episodes by connecting with me through the links given in the description box thank you once again take care and have a great day ahead